This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. For over 50 years, one show has brought passion and perspective into your home through groundbreaking documentary storytelling. This summer, it returns. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. V.I.G. Oh, another huge legendary UFC mixed martial artist, George St. Pierre. George, you ever think about coming back and fighting in the UFC? Wee oui, wee. Oui. Thank you, George. Well, the suits would like me to do it every hour. But, you know, what makes it special is the fact that it's once a week. It's anticipation. It's like uh, flirting is sometimes more fun than sex. Yeah, I like the sex, though. I like suit, too, son, but I just enjoy heating it up first. And now, call right now and we'll upgrade your bean absolutely free to the new and improved Bean Deluxe, our feature presentation. Oh, we got to do that, right? Yeah. If we could upgrade to the Bean Deluxe, this show would take 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 out a whole new meaning. <laughs> We'd have the altitude to get off the boat. <laughs> That's what we need Maybe. is the altitude to get off the boat. Hello, ladies. Hi, Bean. Hey, How Bean. How we doing? Doing good. Allie, I'm very surprised to see you. Why? How did you drive all the way to Ernie's Liquor Store in San Jose to buy the winning Mega Millions ticket and then get back in time for the show? It's a Adorable that you think I'd come into work if I won five hundred and what twelve million dollars? How much was it up to? I think that's about right. Yeah, five twelve. Come on. Uh, would you would you ghost us like I always I always tell you I would? No. Or would you, or would you call? I'd call and I'd probably make a video and be like suckers, and then I'd make it rain. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I definitely wouldn't wouldn't be in. Come on. But what about the love of the craft? Oh. Uh, what craft? What this? What? This craft? This thing? This? 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 You, you wake up every morning. Mm. You create something that makes people happy. What, yeah. There's no incentive to keep going with that. I'd create sleep. Okay. I catch up on about 16 years of of 2:30 a.m. wake ups. Right. And then you know now I get to sleep in until 3:45. So Sweet, it's, right? It's kind of huge right now. I don't know why I'm complaining. <laughs> somebody, somebody won. A half a billion dollars. One person, a single ticket? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. There were uh, multiple tickets throughout the country, I think uh, half a dozen or so, that won a million. Uh, and they have some, I don't know, I've never seen this before, but in one of the reports I read, they have some way that you can win even more money in Texas, and there are two people in Texas who won $3 million, and I've never heard of that before. Huh. I don't know if that's some new thing they do with their lottery, but for folks who uh, were thinking maybe they won't go to work today because they were going to win that uh, that Mega Millions jackpot, unless you're the guy who bought it at Ernie's Liquor in San Jose, it was not you, I'm sorry to say. But... Uh, it does. I mean, look, the lottery is effective because it makes you dream, man. You go for two bucks. Could have been me. Mm-hmm. Could have been me. Yeah. I never dreamed before the lottery. 
Really? <laughs> it makes you dream, man. I'm just saying it makes you dream about about cashing in, about about changing your life overnight with a two dollar purchase. That's I'd say true. before the lottery, there wasn't a, another way to do that. That's what I'm saying. Okay. All right. Here's the other thing, uh, California thing that I saw yesterday that I thought was uh, fascinating. It's uh, you see this article and you don't read it because it looks like it's pretty in the weeds. This is the California State Auditor's Office. Uh, twice a year report where they investigate complaints in state uh, for state employees. Mm -hmm. And there are a couple of really interesting things in here. For instance, a high ranking California fire chief had two of his state employees build an addition onto a house that he was renting. (laughs) Oh, that doesn't seem right. Who uh, who builds an addition on the house that he's renting, by the Mm. way, is a very weird thing, I think. The addition had uh, plumbing, electrical, and sewer connections. The uh, chief did not get permission to hire the workers. It was decorated as a tiki room, and the chief invited people to drink alcohol with him. I mean, I'm in now. The assistant chief was punished with a 30-day suspension. So that was uh, thing one. Thing two was two Fresno State, uh, Fresno, what you said, boom, university operations employees engaged in egregious and continued time and attendance abuse by taking extended breaks over a four-year period. I bet, I mean, that goes on in every business, especially the smokers, right? They get away with a lot of time off. Definitely. I'm just going outside to smoke. Uh, And you couldn't be the non-smoker and say, I'm just going outside to stand outside. Anyway, they allegedly wasted over 5,000 hours and cost the state around $111,000 in salary paid for work not performed. And I bet that number is way bigger for people that they didn't hear about who just, you know, just goof off. Uh, Here's my favorite, though, and the one that really brought it home for me. A Department of Motor Vehicles worker slept three hours a day at her desk for three years. (laughs) The department failed to take disciplinary action despite complaints from her colleagues, according to an audit released on Tuesday. So you could just imagine that somebody else who's doing work at that DMV is like, hey, uh, boss, Judy's asleep again. Right. Did she, like, George Costanza under the desk or was she just out there in the open? Um, Four witnesses told investigators from the California State Auditor's Office that the DMV employee consistently slept at her desk. It doesn't give the specifics, though. But it, I just, I don't know how something like that goes on for four years. That's I don't insane. care what kind of business you have. I mean, that's the type of thing that maybe you, one or two times you nudge them and go, hey, get back to work. But then the third time, I imagine it's at least a warning, right? You would think, yeah. And this, this is not a catnap. This is three hours <laughs> a day. So what's going on with her? I mean, do you think she comes in and she, you know, she puts in a good two and a half hours in the morning and then after lunch she says, well, I'm checking out for a while and she just... Oh, you her... think she waits till lunch? <laughs> you don't think so, huh? I think she just comes in from wherever she was uh-huh. and just goes to bed for the night for f- a few hours. Maybe Then so. takes a lunch, and then she's refreshed. I uh, I respect it, though. Look, and, and by the way, if you can get away with that for four years, I don't know what the magic is here, but there have to be days where she woke up and thought, I can't believe I still have this job. For sure. They haven't fired me yet. <laughs> by the way... As even with this report out, still hasn't been fired. Come on. S- still working for the DMV. So if you're one of the people who has complained in years past, and many have, oh, my God, is it slow here? Why does it take so long to renew my driver's license? 
maybe you're at this this lady's DMV. Oh, so anyway, so good news for uh, lottery winner, and I guess good news for lady who is uh, refreshed every day when she leaves work at the end of the day. Let's talk about today's all new Kevin Meacher, shall we? Can I get a whoop whoop? No. No. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Heat watch today, you guys. Oh dear. I watched some of the uh, coverage, and I got to be honest. Yesterday on the uh, local news, some of it was not funny. <laughs> it is, yeah, it's, it's bad. It is serious. There were people dying. Yeah, I saw one dude in. Um, I want to say he was in Riverside County, thirty-seven years old, succumbed to, to succumb to the heat. In, really, uh, thirty-seven years old in health. You hear about that with old people, you know, or young people, but thirty-seven years old. I thought, man. Uh, and he was drinking water and everything, but it just something happened to him, you know. Mm-hmm. And lots of uh, you know, lots of stories about uh, you know people with no air conditioning and what do they do? I mean, it's unbearable right, right now, and it's supposed to be the hottest day of all. So we'll talk about that. And I think mugs will cheer people up. We'll send him out on the street. And he'll make everything better, right? Absolutely. Uh, Allie, you did a story yesterday about Kathy Griffin. She is in a protracted fight with her next door neighbor. And it apparently has gotten ugly, and we decided that one of them ought to move, right? Uh, yeah, it's it's a mess. Why would you put up with that day in and day out? Your home's your sanctuary. Yeah, for years yeah. she has been battling with a neighbor, and it has been a long time since we've done neighbor wars. So we're going to be looking for your stories coming up later on this morning on The Kevin and Bean Show. Comedian Ben Glebe will be here. We've got more chances for you to join us the weekend after next in Las Vegas, where it's very cool right now. If you want to get yeah. out of the heat, that's where you want to go with Las Vegas, man. This was it's, a good idea. It's just like a, it's like living inside a permanent mister. You know, it's a very comfortable, like, 58 degrees in Las Vegas in August. That's one yeah. thing I know about Las Vegas. It's about 110. <laughs> we are going to be looking for you in the 6 and 8 o'clock hour if you want to join us for the Kevin and Bean Built This Pool Singles Party. Sweet James himself, James Bergener, is going to be here in the 9 o'clock hour this morning. We've got lots of legal questions for him. He's an expert, don't you know? All of that and uh, more tickets for the Ewan McGregor Winnie the Pooh movie. <gasps> Christopher Robin on the program today. And is that it? I think that's it. Plus, Omar hates his family. All of that, and Allie's got what's happening when we return right after this on K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Hey, Allie. Hey, wait. Are we pretending we're doing this because it's hot? We're not pretending. It is hot. It is hot, but it's also July 25th, so that's Christmas in July. Uh, it is also Christmas in July. Yes, it's 7-12th Christmas. Come on. I feel like we would do this even if it was 74. (laughs) <laughs> no. I mean, look, I try every year. Believe me. I try okay. every every month on the 25th, mm-hmm. I try. But I think we take advantage of the fact that it's scorching today. Okay. And I don't know. There is just something about... My wife and I were talking about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. The room feels warmer when you've got a fireplace uh, video on your TV. Okay. It just feels warmer. There's right. something about the ambience that changes. And my, I believe that mm-hmm. when you hear Christmas music, it feels like December. To okay. most people. And I'm just trying to help. I'm just, I'm doing it for the kids. Whoa. <laughs> the children that I, are hot right now. Think of the, think of the hot children. Don't, don't ever know. take that out of context. Not a, not a good time to be talking about that. Being. No, the hot children. No. no. <laughs> Possibly All right, the worst time. 5.55 on a uh, Wednesday morning. Merry Christmas, everybody. Here's Allie. Time for what's happening. Well, Merry Christmas to you. And... Uh, no no surprise that Kevin called in sick today. How about that? I'm just saying he hates Christmas cheer. 
Well, he certainly hates the chipmunks. We learned that. Yeah, we did. God, aggressive. Really weird. Um, I'm sure everybody saw Demi Lovato trending on Twitter yesterday. And oh, I hate it's it so just, much. It's never a good thing when someone's trending on Twitter anymore. But it turns out she was hospitalized in Los Angeles for a possible drug overdose. TMZ originally reported that law enforcement sources told them that she had suffered from a heroin overdose. A source later said that heroin wasn't the cause of the overdose, and her representative said Demi is awake and with her family who want to express thanks for everyone for the love, prayers, and support. Some of the information being reported is incorrect, and they respectfully ask for privacy and not speculation as her health and recovery is the most important thing right now. And she has been um, beyond forthcoming about her struggles. She's talked about substance abuse, addiction. She had entered rehab at age 18. She's talked about treatments for bipolar disorder, bulimia, um, substance abuse. Cutting. Cutting. And she did a documentary, Simply Complicated, in 2017 where she talked even more about it. And then her most recent single, Sober, was about symptoms of withdrawal, where she says, wake me up when the shakes are gone and the cold sweats disappear, as well as a possible relapse with the lyrics, I'm so sorry, I'm not sober anymore. So people have said she has been struggling recently again, so not quite sure what's happening. We just wish her, obviously, the best. I was glad yesterday, Allie, to see you, among others, trying to clamp down on these people who are being critical of her yeah. as if she's somehow weak rather yeah. than sick. Yeah. It's it's very easy for people whose lives haven't been touched by addiction, whether it's themselves or a family member trying to love someone and support someone through addiction. It's one of the hardest things you will ever, ever go through. And if your life hasn't been touched by that, oh, be grateful. Be grateful. But you know what? Being judgmental ain't helping. And like no. I said on Twitter yesterday, I said, trust me, your porch ain't clean. It just, <laughs> it just isn't. So stop it. And the other thing I'll say, uh, just in case you don't know, is uh, she'd been sober for six years almost. Yeah. It doesn't. If you've been sober for 30 years, this can happen. Absolutely. It's a daily struggle. Yeah, this is a disease. Whether people want to admit that or not this is this is the same thing as a disease that we feel so sad for people about oh no have it's chemical it's just it it is and people that don't know that and are judgmental and awful about it stop it stop it Fingers crossed for a uh, speedy recovery for Demi. Absolutely. Um, we're going to talk in a little bit about meal kits. You know those, uh, they come to your house, all the fresh ingredients, you can mm-hmm. make it at home, it tastes like great. Like Blue Apron? Yeah. Like, like that? Okay. Things like that. They, it makes it super easy for you to make these tasty treats at home. Would you buy a meal kit from, say, a hmm, Chick-fil-A? What? Um... No. All right. Well, we're going to tackle that and other tough issues coming up on a very special Kevin and Bean. (laughs) (laughs) It must be sweeps month. It really must be. Can Chick-fil-A kill you? Is a chicken you're eating right now killing your children? We'll tell you at the end of the newscast and plot twist answer is no. Oh, God bless them. Some birthdays for you. From friends, from episodes, Matt LeBlanc, Thurston Moore. Oh, did I love him. On uh, that island. 
Gilligan ran it. Uh, that was uh, Thurston Howell the third. Oh. Oh, yeah. This, I'm sorry. This is the, this is the Sonic Youth. Sonic right. Youth fella. Ileana Douglas, actress, fabulous lady, Finn Balor, WWE wrestler from Ireland. What was that accent? That's what's happening. It's Kevin and Bean. KU Rock KROQ. How about some Kevin and Bean built this pool singles party tickets? I want to see some naked dudes. We are going to Las Vegas a week from Friday for the latest Kevin and Bean pool party in Las Vegas. This is going to be a lot of fun at the Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino. And this time around, we're looking for gentlemen only. 1-800-520-1067. If you're 21 and up and you are free to join us that weekend, we want to hear about your dating profiles. Um, you guys, uh, I imagine, know that when a, a lady gets on one of these dating apps, she swipes real fast. There's something instantly that tells you whether this is a person you want to even get to know anything about. That first impression is so important. Mm -hmm. The photo can be a deal breaker. The words that you put next to that photo can be a deal breaker. So it's a very scary thing and a very delicate thing. So we're going to smash your dreams by telling your profile sucks at 1-800-520-1067. Or we're going to love it and you're coming to the party with us. Yeah. All right, so let's start with our man, uh, Robert. He's in Hacienda Heights. He's on line one. Robert, I'm sorry you have to be the guinea pig. You're the first man we're talking to on this, but how are you doing this morning? Uh, I'm doing fantastic and extremely nervous now. Thank you very much. All right, don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. And Merry Christmas, too, by the way. Oh, happy Christmas to you, sir. <laughs> All right. So dating profiles. I'm sure you put a lot of time and effort into into selecting the right picture and the right words to attract ladies. How, how's it been going for you? Um... Not very well. That's why I'm pulling this one. Okay. All right. Well, well, let's hear about it. What do you? What's in your photo when people when people go on your 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 page and they see Robert? What do they see? Uh, well, uh, the first picture of me is just holding up a medal from a fun run that I that I ran in. Uh, there's pictures of me hiking, some with me and my mom, uh, and one of me at a, at another friend's wedding. All right. Let me get Allie's uh, take on this because you're a girl. Mm-hmm. Deal breaker if you see a dude posting pictures of his mom on his page, or is that kind of sweet? No, I think it's sweet. Absolutely. All right. Oh, thank you, Ali. You're welcome. How about uh, how about the medal? Showing off or just? Uh, I think it just... says he likes fun. He likes staying active. Maybe he's mm-hmm. not looking for a couch potato. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sounds like a pretty good profile. Yeah, not bad. I'm trying to figure out what's wrong with Robert. Why that's not working? Because it seems like that would work. All right, Robert, hang on. You may be going to Las Vegas. You did very, very well. Thank you. Bean wants to date you. Hold on. (laughs) I mean, it sounded like, I'd I'd imagine there'd be a lot of girls who would find that profile very attractive, I guess. Sure. Let's try, uh, is it Casra? Line two, Pasadena? Is that, do I have it right? Is it Casra? It's uh, Casra, yeah. Casra. What kind of name is that? Uh, It's Persian. Did you say, say it again? Persian. 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 Okay, gotcha. All right, well done. All right, what's your profile look like? Uh, well, the main picture is, uh, it's probably about, like, the neck up, uh, I'd say close up, and it's about, you know, me looking off to the side, kind of warmly lit, you know, kind of, uh, warm, dark interior kind of thing. Go so you're on. deep in thought. <laughs> you're deep in Excuse thought. Me? You're deep in thought yeah. in your photo. Okay. Yeah, well, you know, it... kind, of, kind of deep in thought with puppy dog eyes a little bit, you know, that sort of thing. I'd like to hear what it actually says on your profile. Uh, well, it says cinematographer, photographer, rugby-er, man about towner, and then underneath that says that cheeky bastard that your mother warned you about. Oh. 
So you're being very upfront. I see. Yeah, you know, life okay. is too short not to be upfront. All right. So. Okay, All right. I respect Ru- it. I think rugby is a good keyword there, though, right? Don't most people yeah. have a pretty positive association with rugby players, I would think? Sure. I mean, I, would, I would sure hope so. Yeah. All right. And how, how has the dating situation been going for you, Casper? Uh, it's been kind of up and down, a little bit more on the downside lately, but, you know, kind of depends right. on the seasons, I guess. All right. Fair enough. Well, Las Vegas may be waiting for you. Thank you for calling. Please hold on. Let's go to Glendale next. Let's say hi to Chase. He is 27. He joins us on line three. Hey, Chase. Hey, guys. Long-time listener. Nice to finally call in. We appreciate that. You know what we're looking for. Let's start with the picture. What do the ladies see when they get onto your page? Uh, it's me at work. I'm a cameraman. So uh, so it's just just me working. Just, okay. Uh, All right. Yeah. And your description? Uh, easygoing, film nerd, love to snowboard, always up for adventure. Now, it says here, did you tell our call screener that long walks on the beach are actually part of your profile? <laughs> I, I did, I did. It depends on how many dating profiles you're going by. But, uh, but yeah, one of them, long walks on the beach. Um, I do love uh, I do love to uh, stand up paddleboard. I've got two kittens. I, you know, I tell all sorts of cheesy dad jokes for a guy with no kids. So. <laughs> right. um, Allie, your thoughts on long walk, walks on the beach? Because I feel like that's become a joke over the decades. Yeah, I would hope he wasn't serious with that. Right. If it's funny, <laughs> yeah. if it's meant to be funny, it's funny, right? right? Okay. All right. Very well done. All right. As long as it's meant to be a joke. Thank you, Chase. These all sound like pretty good dudes. Don't they? Am I wrong? Sunny has two cats. Uh, Hey, how dare you? (laughs) All right. Josh is in Echo Park. He's up next on the Kevin Beach Show. Hey, Josh. Hey, how's it going? Well, it's going okay. You know what we're looking for here. Let's start with your photo. Uh, my photo, I have uh, a, a montage of photos. I have photos of me on my motorcycle. I have photos of me laying in bed, like just from up above. And you can see me. I like to look like directly into the lens, you know what I'm saying? Oh, that's a that's a model shot, man. You lay in bed. Very seductive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, and as far as it's going for me, it's going great. I mean, I've got like hundreds of messages and like... I'm homeless too, by the way. So, but I mean, you know what? With my EBT card, I can get into all the museums for free. So I just take them. I take I take them to the to the museums. I get them to the Mocha. What's happening right now? What's how I listen? I was out when Josh said I have a montage of pictures. (laughs) I did hear that. All right, Josh. Thank you. Thank you for calling. He's homeless. He has hundreds of responses. I on think his... he's full of it. Everything yeah. about that is yeah. making up. All right. Although I do believe he actually took a picture from above laying in a bed. Sure. I believe it. Let's do uh, Let's do one more. Let's make it Kevin. Kevin is in Long Beach. He's up next line six on the Kevin DeBean Show. Hey, Kevin, what's going on, man? Real quick, we need to hear about your dating profile. We're trying to look for people to go to the singles party with us. Yeah, sure. No problem. So uh, mine's a quote. Uh, the quote I have on mine is, uh, he might not be bright, but he's got the libido of 12 Liberatis. All <laughs> <laughs> right. And if you could find a, a girl today who knows who Liberace is, they would laugh at that. Okay. And how about uh, how about your photo? What's going on in your picture? So my photo, I have uh, one of my photos is me and my dog. Uh, the other one is me at the Cliffs of Moore in Ireland. And oh. then I have another photo of me at the Marine Corps ball when uh, I was in the Marine Corps. Oh, you were Marine. I mean, I mean 
Yeah, that's a good deal right there, Ellie. Yeah, well, he started uh, with a picture of his dog, and I was Dog, like, yeah. Ireland, and Marine. Yeah. I think uh, you and Allie are going to need to meet each other at the singles party if that happens, right? <laughs> All right, hold, uh, exactly, hold, exactly. hold on, Kevin. We need to talk about you. Um, what do you think here, Allie? I, I, I almost feel like I have to defer to you because you know what the ladies are looking for. Uh, for me, Because you know would... I'm dating Robert already, I know, so I, I, I can't know. cheat on him. I feel like for me it would be between uh, Kevin and Robert. Okay. So I don't know what to do with that. I'm going to say let's give it up for the military and let's All go right. with Kevin in Long Beach. How about that line six? Kevin? Yes. You and three friends weekend after next in Las Vegas with us at the Planet Hollywood. How's that sound? Awesome. That sounds fantastic. All right, man. Hold on. And thanks to all the other guys. You all sound like real good dudes. I'm sorry that we don't have more tickets. It's kind of a small event, but uh, please try again another time. Two hours from right now, a little less, we'll be looking for the women, too, to join us in Las Vegas. It's Kevin and Bean built this full singles party. More tickets coming up on K-Rock. The Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. All right, Allie, we need to follow up on a story you brought us yesterday and what's happening Mm -hmm. and get our listeners involved in their bad neighbor stories. This sounds like a uh, hell of a situation at uh, comedian Kathy Griffin's house. Yeah, not a good situation. It's been going on, I think, over a year. There was a audio tape of her neighbor, who's the CEO of KB Homes, basically calling her a homophobic slur, came out in the news And then she filed a restraining order against him. He filed a restraining order against her. And just yesterday, we found out that they have now filed an invasion of privacy lawsuit against Kathy Griffin and her boyfriend for illegally recording them from their backyard. What is the source of the conflict here? I don't know. Is it noise? Um, Well, that's what it originally was, that they were making too much noise, and then Kathy would complain, and then they thought Kathy was complaining too much about every little noise. So then it turned into a screaming match, then it turned into the restraining orders, and Kathy said in January that she has these security cameras for protection, and they can also record sound on her property, but she denies intentionally spying on him. But then he's throwing garbage into her yard, blasting Johnny Cash songs in the direction of the property. And then I guess he was bragging about greasing the palms of the Homeowners Association so they look the other way. It's ugly. It is not cute. Uh, Mr. Metzger, that's the KB uh, home uh, person. Mr. Metzger regrets losing his temper over a supposed noise complaint involving his three young grandchildren in his swimming pool around 8 p.m. on Saturday when they were being supervised by their mother and grandmother. By the way, you don't want to live next door to somebody with a pool and screaming kids. It's true. You really don't. I mean, I've got a trampoline guy in the back. Remember him? Yeah, that's daddy, right. Daddy, daddy, look at me. Look at me. Look at me, daddy. <laughs> daddy. Daddy hates you. Yeah, daddy does not love you, son. <laughs> uh, Mr. Metzger apologized for the language he used. It does not reflect who he is or what he believes. Well, it actually does. The Metzgers uh, in their lawsuit say they were left to constantly monitor their sound levels and tiptoe around the yard for fear that even ordinary use of the property would trigger a complaint. This sounds miserable for both of them, doesn't it? Not good. So we are looking for your stories of terrible neighbor situations. It's been a number of years since we've done this phone topic. Look, a lot of people live pretty close to a neighbor. And the, the, the only problem I've had with my neighbors over the years is their barking dogs. Mm hmm. I don't know why they think it's cool to have their dog go outside and bark all the time. Are they not home? 
sometimes they're not home and mm-hmm. sometimes they are and they just don't care. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I, when my dogs go outside, if they start barking, I am out in that yard within a minute right. to stop them or to bring them back in because I don't ever want to be the guy who has the barking dogs next door. I Absolutely. just don't. Uh, and don't bring up the roosters, by the way. That's a very ugly chapter well, in my past. Well, you had them taken care I of. I did not at all. So we're looking for your bad neighbor calls. You, uh, it escalated into a war at 1-800-520-1067. Lister sent me this uh, clip yesterday. Talk about a bad neighbor. This is from a, a comedian I think you'll find very funny. I like where I live. I don't like, I have a bad neighbor. I have one of my neighbors I don't like. I don't like him. Uh, he's very rude. His name's Kevin, too. All Kevins are the worst. Right? You've never met a nice Kevin. You've never met a guy named Kevin, but like, he's a great guy. That's never happened. Right? <laughs> Yeah, I don't see anybody raising their hand like, I know a good Kevin, not one of you. That is comedian mm-hmm. Jesse Campbell, by the way, who was on America's Got Talent. Very funny Kevin Chuck. So what happened with you and your neighbor? How did it escalate out of control? How did it conclude? We want to hear from you. 1-800-520-1067. We'll take your calls and play some more Christmas music right after this on K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Neighbor Wars at 1-800-520-1067. Aaron is calling us from Valley Village. Aaron, what uh, escalated out of control at your house? Oh, dear God. Good morning, buddy people. Okay. Um, My neighbor, my parents uh, were born and raised in show business, so they would go out of town a lot. And one time he went out for town for like just a day or two came back and our neighbor cut down five old growth trees on our property. <gasps> on no. your property? Yeah, on our property. She came down and cut down five of our trees. And um, I went over there and I was like, what the hell? And she says, oh, they were diseased. They were diseased. Finally, when she, we started getting so-called really nice and friendly, she explained that she cut down the trees because she had planted new trees on her property, but our trees were putting shade on them and they weren't growing. So she oh wanted to make sure gosh. her trees would grow. Um, besides wow. being a ter- she also built onto our property when my parents were out of town. She built like a McMansion thing and built part of her condo onto our property, went over <laughs> our fence, knocked it down, and built onto our property. It sounds I just like feel your like parents went out of town a lot. They went out of town too much. They couldn't keep track of their stuff. That sounds um, actually illegal to yeah. cut down trees on somebody yeah. else's property. Was, was there any yeah. kind of police intervention or follow up on that? I tried. I tried. And my parents were like, well, you know, she's not. I'm like, she's not. Okay, I'm trying to keep my language under control. She's not nice, and she and there is well, it's okay, it's okay. I said, no, she built onto your property, and both my parents are starting to have medical problems because they couldn't see. When my dad came out with Alzheimer's, she tried to have him sign over the property to her. 
Okay. Ew. All right. And, this and, is getting and ugly. And building and safety, when I brought them out and I brought out the building inspectors, it was it was like, well, you know, there was an understanding. I said, there's no understanding. She never got, you know, we never gave her permission. There's no written permission. Prove it. Prove that I, we did this. I said, because I know for a fact it didn't happen. Because by that okay. time, I was living here. And building and safety, I'll be found out. And she bragged that she paid them $60,000. Wow. Wow. That yeah. is... Funny. That, and it still that, continues that, to... That, my friends, is a bad neighbor right there. From the 323, this is Dre. I used to live in an apartment where there were three little dogs. They would bark for hours at a time. So I countered by shooting off fireworks behind my house, plus an air horn to counter each bark until the owner got the hint and brought the dogs in. Love you guys. That must have been fun for all the other neighbors, by the way. (laughs) For the dogs, the fireworks, and the air horns. Come on. All right. Kathy Griffin has been in a years-long spat with her next-door neighbor. We want to hear about your neighbor discrepancies. Joseph Lahabra, thank you for calling. Thank you for holding on. What happened, sir? Okay, so the, I live in an apartment complex, and the complex has pretty strict rules, so we try to follow as much as possible. Well, we had a newborn. I had a newborn. Um, old neighbors are there. Everybody was fine with it. New neighbors uh, move in. Older couple, about a month into them moving there, we get a complaint of our baby crying too much and um, that we need to try and keep her quiet during uh, normal hours. Because, you well, know, babies, babies are, listen. <laughs> yeah, they're very responsive to what time it is. That's <laughs> one thing I know about infants. So yeah. what's the deal? So you guys had like a, an adjoining wall or something, so when your baby cries, they can kind of hear it in their apartment? No, the worst part about it is we were in the upper, we were in the second story, and they were in the first uh, first level over an apartment. So uh, wow. it's not like they were directly connected with us at all. It just the old man, he he's a smoker, so he goes outside and smokes. So it's like, come on, man, you're gonna contaminate the air with your smoking, and you're gonna complain about a kid crying during which only time she would cry was around nap time. Yeah, and so now, so now it's on. Now you're now you're picking at each other. I don't know what you do in that situation. I mean, it's not like you can control that much when a kid cries, you know. But it's also not any fun to live next to. So did it eventually work out because the kid grew up? Well, no, we ended up moving. We got tired of it. I, I told the, I made a complaint because the, the neighbor you're not supposed to smoke in your own patio area because it's it's going into everybody else's apartment complex. You're supposed to go to the parking lot area. Sure, sure. I so I made the complaint to the to the manager. Well, he's complaining about the noise that I can't help, but he's over here smoking. And I got you. Well, you showed him by moving. That's for sure. Thank you, Joseph. Appreciate the call, sir. Let's move along to uh, Chuck Long Beach, line four, up next on the Kevin Amin Show. Hey, Chuck, what went wrong with your neighbor's situation? Yeah, I, I had a friend, and he, he told me, hey, I have a room to rent, and I, and I uh, took it. And I met this uh, lady that lived next door who was, uh, man, she was a piece of work. Uh, <laughs> about two weeks after uh, we moved in, we were having a little party in the backyard, and uh, my roommate happens to look through the back door, and this lady is stuffing her jacket with our beer. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, so, anyway, so, you know, we confronted her about it. We said, hey, you know, don't walk into our house. You know, if you want a beer, just come to the backyard and have a beer, you know. And uh, found her, like, a couple weeks later. I see a foot sticking out from the side of the house. And I walk over, and it's her. And she's, like, passed out drunk on on the side of the house. And I was like, what are you doing? You can't be out here like that. And she was like, I'm a lesbian. That's why. Right, with, with the language, though. The language. Oh, sorry. 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 I'm, I'm sorry. 
Look, I don't know everything about lesbians, but that doesn't sound like uh, typical lesbian behavior to me. <laughs> no, All right, I don't thank know you for the call, sir. Bill of lesbians. Yeah, I don't think it is either. No. All right, so stealing your beer and passing out in your yard. All right, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. How about uh, Sammy in Palm Springs, line six? Sammy's actually uh, escalated to fist fights, Ali. Sammy, first of all, how's uh, how's it been in Palm Springs with 120 degrees this week? Uh, it's been awesome. You got to climatize. Oh, so you're used to it. You're cool. <laughs> I've been here all my life. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So tell me about this. You got actually got into a fight? Yeah, we got into a fight with our neighbor. We live on a on a Christmas street. Out of all places to live, everybody decorates, puts swags across the street. You know, it's like a neighborhood thing. And then we go. Everybody puts bonfires out in their front yards. So we just kind of go bite bebop from neighbor to neighbor. Well, we were at the next door neighbor's house one day, and he uh, had a little too much Captain Morgan and juice to go, and uh, proceeded to start like arguing with me. And then it escalated into a push fight, and uh, the push fight turned into him hitting me, and I turned around and I knocked him out. So I left him laying there, and he got up and he fumbled home. Next day, I went home with her with another bottle of Captain Morgan. Apologized for what happened that before. Everything was pretty smooth. So then, he cuts my trees down. Asked if he can trim them. I said, sure. Cuts my trees down, leaves them laying in my backyard for me to pick up. I was like, great. Nice guy. Is it another fist fight? Is it on? It, it was almost on, but it didn't get quite to that part. It was just like, you said I could. I said, no, I said you could trim them. I didn't say you could cut them down. So how did all of this eventually resolve itself? Did you guys get to the point where you weren't hitting each other in the face when you saw one another? I'm, I'm not even done. Oh, yes, you are. Thank you for the call. We appreciate it. More Christmas music coming up next here on K-Rock. It's hot. We'll be right back. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. This has been the summer of uh, Mr. Rogers, as you know. The Mr. Rogers uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor documentary is wonderful. Please go see that if you can. There's a another Mr. Rogers movie coming out in the fall where Tom Hanks plays Mr. Rogers. Yeah, that one looks real good. And uh, perhaps you've seen Mr. Rogers in the news again lately. Apparently, they uh, just unearthed a, a video, uh, a videotape, uh, an audio tape, too, on uh, CNN. They were playing it last night at Mr. Rogers trying to pay off a... A playmate or something like that with cash oh, to keep it from becoming public. No, that was, um, and I was that like, was the president of the United States of America. Oh, that wasn't. Yeah, no. Children's TV host Fred no, Rogers. No, okay, Fred Very was different. not that guy. Mm-hmm. All right. So I know this tape is a little is a few years old because uh, Fred has been gone for a while. But because of the world in which we live today, and because of it being the summer of Fred Rogers, it's making the rounds again. And I sat down and watched the whole thing the other day. He was in the class of 1950 in Dartmouth University. And he went back to do a commencement address in, I think, 2002, 2003, something like that. And Mr. Rogers, I wish Kevin were here today because he always likes to poo-poo Mr. Rogers because of how he talks to people. But Mr. Rogers talks to everybody the same way, whether they are 80 or 8. He's got a style. Mm -hmm. And he always said that he spoke slowly on purpose so that people would easily understand what it was he was trying to say. So he gives this commencement address. And I'm sure that there were some hipster, you know, graduates who were going to snicker at, you know, Mr. Rogers being their commencement address. But there wasn't a dry eye in the house when he was done with this speech. There's something magical about Mr. Rogers. At least I think so. Didn't you come from one of those families that was uh, scared of him, Allie? <laughs> My dad wouldn't let us watch him because he thought he was creepy. <laughs> and how did you feel about him? Um, I was just happy because we got to watch reruns of Benny Hill. 
So okay. I was stoked on that. That's that's my dad's thinking right there. Okay. Like, oh, Mr. Rogers creepy. Benny Hill, great for the kids. <laughs> well, I have a couple of clips I want to play from Fred Rogers and his Dartmouth commencement address. Here's the first one near the beginning of his speech. Our world hangs like a magnificent jewel in the vastness of space. Every one of us is a part of that jewel, a facet of that jewel. And in the perspective of infinity, our differences are infinitesimal. We are intimately related. May we never even pretend that we are not. Now, that's Mr. Rogers' whole worldview right there, mm-hmm. and I think he believes every word of that. All right, get yourself a Kleenex. Bean. Yes. How long is this? Why do you ask? Because he talks so slow. He I does feel talk like slowly. those I damn graduates are like, come on, wrap it up. <laughs> I want to go get drunk. Right. I made it. This, uh, this story is going to slay you, Allie. All Again, right. Mr. Rogers. Have you heard my favorite story that came from the Seattle Special Olympics. Well, for the 100-yard dash, there were nine contestants, all of them so-called physically or mentally disabled. All nine of them assembled at the starting line, and at the sound of the gun, they took off. But not long afterward, one little boy stumbled and fell and hurt his knee and began to cry. The other eight children heard him crying. They slowed down, turned around, and ran back to him. Every one of them ran back to him. One little girl with Down syndrome bent down and kissed the boy and said, this will make it better. Mm. The little boy got up, and he and the rest of the runners linked their arms together and joyfully walked to the finish line. They all finished the race at the same time. And when they did, Everyone in that stadium stood up and clapped and whistled and cheered for a long, long time. People who were there are still telling the story with great delight. And you know why. Because deep down, we know that what matters in this life is more than winning for ourselves. What really matters is helping others win too. Even if it means slowing down and changing our course now and then. Come on. I mean Right. He started he started this whole everyone gets a medal generation. (laughs) Way to go, Mr. Rogers. Way to go, Mr. Rogers. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. Wednesday morning. Allie, what's happening? Uh, All right. The sad news yesterday was uh, Demi Lovato. She was hospitalized in L.A. for a possible drug overdose. While TMZ originally reported that law enforcement sources claimed that Lovato had suffered from a heroin overdose, a source later said that it wasn't the cause. 
But according to the family, quote, Demi is awake and with her family who want to express thanks to everyone for the love, prayers, and support. Some of the information being reported is incorrect, and they respectfully ask for privacy and not speculation as her health and recovery is the most important thing right now. She had a concert scheduled for tomorrow in Atlantic City. That obviously is canceled. And Fox had recorded her um, in an episode for the show Beat Shazam. They had recorded it back in April of last year, and they decided to pull the show last night in light of the reports, and they said, our thoughts go out to Demi and her family. And if you don't know Demi's history, she's been just beyond forthcoming about her struggles with substance abuse, addiction, bipolar disorder, bulimia. She's been very public with it and has tried to help others in just getting the word out there and people starting to talk about it. She even uh, released documentary Simply Complicated in 2017 where she described some of her addictions. So we wish the best for Demi Lovato. I, uh, I'll also add, and I know we talked about it earlier, her song, uh, Sober, that's mm-hmm. a very powerful song about her falling uh, you know, out of recovery after mm-hmm. six years or something like that. There are so many people that her being so outspoken, and she even says in the song, I don't, I can't be a role model, I'm just a human. Right. But she has become a role model to so many people. Yeah. Who sh- and, and I think the, the overwhelming theme from her fans has been that she shows that it takes a strong person to ask for help. Absolutely. And there's no shame in it. And I think she has helped so many people and so many people are invested in her getting well. And and we certainly uh, we certainly add to that chorus of well-wishers. Agreed. All right. On to some um, Halloween news, because, you know, it's Christmas in July. (laughs) So why the hell not? Everything goes. Hey, happy Valentine's Day, Allie. (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) And Chip, a delightful Arbor Day to you as well. Thank you, Bean. (laughs) I mean, everything's everywhere. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Well, the famous house used in the Scream movies is coming back to life. There are two guys, Anthony and Nate. They're creators of something called Scream Comes Home. And it's the house in Santa Rosa. And they've decided to recreate a party at the actual house where the classic ending in the movie went down. It's the weekend before Halloween. 200 bucks is going to get you basic entry for the party. You're out of luck if you wanted to spend the night because overnight packages which were $1,700 a pop, sold out in two days. Whoa. Sold out in two days. There are that many people who are still that into the Halloween movie. Absolutely. And Anthony and Nate, and the Scream movie in particular, Anthony and Nate say that they spent $22,000 to rent out the five-bedroom, four-bathroom house for the weekend. And for the right price, you can also have the guy behind Ghostface Voice, Roger Jackson, call and harass you, just like in the movie. (laughs) <laughs> I love this so much. How fun is that? That is super fun. So happy Halloween, everybody. And in case you were wondering, we heard weeks ago that April the giraffe might be pregnant. Well, it has been confirmed. Oh. <laughs> Don't need it. <laughs> Went right to the punchline. She is indeed pregnant again. They announced bong, it. Bong, bong. Bong, indeed. They announced it that 16-year-old resident of Animal Adventure Park is pregnant for the fifth time. Father in the picture? Well, they announced on the Today Show and Savannah Guthrie said, who's the dad? And the guy from the Animal Center said, what show is this? Of course it's Oliver the Giraffe, the same father as Tajiri. Uh, okay. No, we didn't know that, sir. Yeah, we thought we thought April was a little bit of a player, I'm right? I'm saying, April's just living her best <laughs> life. Just let her live. 
So she's still with Oliver, huh? So she's still with Oliver, Bean. And by right. the way, the average gestation period for a giraffe is 15 months. Okay. But this man cautioned that April likes to go 16, 17, 18, sometimes 19 months. So we might not have this baby until just before Christmas next year. Well, they're saying viewing time for the live stream is going to start around spring of 2019. Okay. So. All right. And then we'll squeeze out that baby by October. Maybe. Maybe. Wow. Well, congratulations, April the Giraffe. Well, she's, listening. she's not listening. You don't know, man. She could be streaming. You're right. You are totally right. Some birthdays for you. Thurston Moore from Sonic Youth. Matt LeBlanc, of course, from Friends and the show Episodes. Ileana Douglas from Grace My Heart to Die For Ghost World. And WWE wrestler Finn Balor. And that's what's happening. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. 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 Hey, uh, you guys, it's Heat Watch 2018. Heat Watch 2018. Which is why we're uh, playing the holiday music here today, hoping it'll help just make you feel a little bit cooler. Because for a lot of people, they hear Christmas music and it feels like December. So maybe that'll help a little bit. I don't know. Omar, how hot was it at your house yesterday? Oh, 105, 107, something like, something like that. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not a big deal. And your kids are still drowning in their own sweat? Uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know, the uh, AC went out on Saturday. And uh, can't, couldn't get an AC guy to come out to look at everything till Monday. But I says to my wife, I says, hey, oh. summer's almost over. Why we can Summer's deal- almost over. Yeah. It's still July. It's yeah. hot through November now. <laughs> we'll be fine, I says to her. <laughs> and and uh, yeah, she's not, have, she's not having any of that. No. Omar, yeah. Omar, uh-huh. listen to what Ali said. It's hot till November here now, and she's not lying. It's going to be 90 degrees between now and November. How can you say summer is almost over? Yeah, I grew up in Fontana Mm -hmm. with no air conditioning, and Fontana is probably, I don't know, three degrees hotter than Rancho. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm fine. I grew up fine. I was playing outside. And by the way... I have a pool, mm-hmm. so just throw the kids in the pool. Okay, They're here's fine. the thing, and, and people, some don't like to agree with this. When we were kids, mm-hmm. it was not this hot for these stretches of time. It just wasn't. Well, as humans, we have to adapt. Oh, you're okay. The worst. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bet, I bet, in the entire time you were growing up, Omar, it may never have hit 100 degrees, and now it's 100 degrees. Many days in a row. Yeah, I'm doing fine, guys. You are not. I think my kids will be fine. My wife will be fine. Okay, let me ask you this then. If you were dirt poor growing up and couldn't go to college, would you say, eh, I didn't go to college. My kids shouldn't go to college. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right. He's gotten to him. How about if you were so poor you couldn't have food and you were malnourished, but now you can afford to give your children food? Wouldn't you say, hey, my kids deserve to be healthier than I was? Listen, I don't like that my kids are freeloading. You know, if they get a job, <laughs> then let's talk there. If they're going to contribute something. Five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask. Refresh my memory. How old are the uh, little cats? Four and six. Well, maybe okay. not a job right. yet. So Omar hates his family because he has no AC. Hates his family. <laughs> now, your wife uh, puts up with a lot of nonsense at your house. Oh, Omar. so much nonsense. Seriously, she can't be down with this. Mm-mm. No, she's not. And, uh, yeah, so we had a couple of uh, people out there. And it was shocking to me on the difference in uh, quotes I got. And oh, I go really? uh, above and beyond. Most people say, yeah, no, get get two or three. I always get, get about five or six. Mm-hmm. This Estimates around, you're talking about. Estimates, yes. Uh-huh. Uh, this time around, I got four. Okay. Ranging from $12,000 oh. 
to four thousand dollars. Oh my god! Depending on how extreme I wanted to go, if I want to replace the, the there's a part in the attic. Mm-hmm. And then there's the outside unit. My compressor is what actually went on on it, so I need an entire outside unit. Okay. Mm-hmm. But then there might be a problem because that old school system is called an R22, which is old gas. Mm-hmm. So that's upgraded to get the new gas that's a more high energy efficient. Okay. But, oh, let me let me ask you this. Yeah. And, look, I understand nobody wants to spend that kind of money. That's not in the budget. It comes out of nowhere. Thank you, it's... Bean. You're on my side. No, no. I get that. But... You're probably going to live in this house for a while, right? Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, you're going to live in this house for a I mean, I think an air conditioning unit is one of those things that is worth paying for, and it's worth paying if you can to get the best one you can because it's going to be used eight months out of the year for the rest of the time that you live there. Nah, it'd be all right. Oh, I hate his family because he has no AC. Hates his family. So what do you got? You got fans going on? Yeah, I did install fans. I have fans, like, throughout the house. When I moved into the house, I installed fans everywhere. And I was like, you're not happy with that? We have fans in the bathroom. It's just hot air blowing at you. It's not cooling you down. Then you know what the, we we should get we should get some like buckets of buckets of ice mm-hmm. and put them in front of the fan somehow, <laughs> and then it'll blow <laughs> cold air. Yeah, Boom, it's not problem it, solved. Wow. It's not nineteen twenty. Omar, <laughs> I'm like Bill Nye, the science guy. Nope. Science, no ice. Look, <laughs> the reason we are able to live in a desert is because air conditioning was invented. Don't squander that, my friend. I don't know. Excessive heat warning remains in effect until 8 p.m. Thursday, by the way. And uh, and I I do want to say this on a uh, serious note. Omar's a terrible husband and terrible father. (laughs) But the one thing I will say, as critical as I am of the news, and the news just goes wild when they have heat like this, is I am glad that they are getting the message out to never, ever, 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 ever leave your pets in an enclosed vehicle, people in an enclosed vehicle. And by the way, speaking of pets... They shouldn't be outside all day either in this weather. Yeah. You, they've got to have some sort of shelter. They've got to have some sort of shade. They've got to make sure they have plenty of water. Please do not forget about your pets. Bring them to my house. It's nice and cool there. I have the fans <laughs> going. It's all good. Oh, <laughs> oh. Omar hates his family because he has no AC. Hates his family. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Allie, do we still have a nurse on staff? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> do we need call somebody in? Ben. What I just witnessed oh. was phenomenal. <laughs> that was a real injury. That yeah. was You're not joking around, Ben Glebe. No, I just blinded myself. What did you do? You hit yourself in the eye with your headset? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna not gonna blame myself. I'm the, the earpiece was reversed strangely. Like somebody wanted to be real cool and pretend they were a DJ or something oh, yeah. and had it flipped uh-huh. out, flipped it in, and it just it just uh I don't know the word resistance yeah, like bandage into my eye. Yeah, yeah. It projectile. Was, it was serious. Yeah, yeah, you got a black eye now. You're not uh, filming anything today, are you? Because you're going to look rough later. I'm not filming. No, <laughs> definitely not now. I'm going to call off a lot of the shoots I had planned for later, some sexual things, and so <laughs> it's going to be rescheduled. He is a stand-up comedian, actor, podcaster, game show host. Of course, our friend Ben Glee back on the Kevin Bean Show. How you been, man? I've been good. It's been a long time. Merry Christmas. It has Christmas. been a while. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you as well. We missed you. Now, Kevin is not here today, but I understand you want to smack talk him, so I'm yes. all in. What happened? Yes, I was going to do this even if he was here, but much better that he cannot defend himself. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so, Kevin had been talking trash to me for a long time that he could beat me in ping pong. Yeah. I invited him to my birthday party, and he texted me the following, I will destroy all at ping pong and also dance 
Now, first of all, <laughs> even the the, cons, the visual image of yeah. Kevin dancing, no one wants to uh, well, see Well, Ben, it. he's dance or die. A lot of people don't know that. Really? Yeah, he's dance or die. Very into yeah. it. Yeah. You, you've never seen the tattoo on his stomach that yeah. says just that. Yeah, dance life. I mean, thank God, no. Yeah. <laughs> I would rather see the Kim Rest in Pieces tattoo on Eminem's chest than see <laughs> that. All right, so he's throwing down, man. I mean, the challenge is on now. Yeah, very on. And so I, I replied to him, you might win a dance, Kevin. You might, but no one beats me at ping pong, not even Drake. That's a fact. I've beaten Drake two games in a row, back to back, if you will, Drake. For wow. Nice, nice reference. Thank you real? so much. How, did, how were you in circumstances where you were playing ping pong with Drake? I was at a, a private club. He was playing ping pong, and I called next game, and I was okay. wearing a long white trench coat. And he says to me, as we were about to play, he's like, you're going to play me in a trench coat? Mm-hmm. And I said, let's just see how good you are, Drake. <laughs> <laughs> and I did have to take, to his credit, I had to take off the coat five points in. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. It was Needed, slowing you down. Yeah, it was slowing me down a little bit. I was getting caught in the coat. But uh, not only did I beat Drake handily, when it was 20 to 16, game point against Drake, Drake pulled the infamous childhood move of, are we playing can't lose on a serve? And I was like, sure, Drake. Whatever you need. We can play little baby backyard rules. And I beat him. He asked for a rematch. Beat him even worse, 20 to 15, the second match. Not that you remember every detail of that night. No. I, you do seem to have those numbers at your disposal. Look, um, it's a blur for me. But is the, there, uh, before you get back to Kevin, yeah. is there a celebrity ping pong circuit? Listen, there really needs to be one. Because it sounds mm. like you might be the champ. Yeah. My boo, Susan Sarandon, was trying to get it going with the spin mm-hmm. clubs. But right, the, the right. only one she brought to L.A. is downtown. And you only go there if you're dumb and really love not ever moving. It's very okay. hard to get down there traffic-wise. All right. So Kevin shows up, and he's ready to rumble. He's ready to rumble. He also he, he also then, I said, let's make sure in battle while you're here. He replies, I'd hate to ruin your party. Oh, wow. I replied, I don't mean to overreact to that, but ha, 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 All caps, of course. A lot of smack talking going on for ping pong, by yeah. the way. He replies further. He still won't let it lie. He goes, you'll be forced to do the, quote, walk of shame, great grammar, away from your own party, and I'll receive guests and gifts the rest of the night. Wow. Is that what you want, he says? It's very aggressive. It is. Very aggressive. So we play ping pong, and I beat him. This one, I don't remember the exact score, but you can correct it maybe tomorrow. It was something to the effect of 21 to 9. Oh, my God. 21 to 10. Not close in the least. And then I just get a text the next day from him saying, I had a crazy dream over the weekend. I was at your house, and you wiped the floor with me in ping pong. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Ben is the kind of guy who will save that text for the rest yeah. of his oh, life. Yeah. Oh, you don't, you don't, if you don't think that's pinned up with tax on my wall, <laughs> Sure, you'd be incorrect. Well, how sad for Kevin. Now it seems like mm-hmm. he couldn't even beat Drake. Yeah, there was no way. He, I mean, yeah, it, it, would be, it would be a match because Kevin's not terrible. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But, he, he, I mean, I've seen better. Yeah. <laughs> who, who, in your opinion, uh, self-excluded, is the best of all the celebrity ping pong players? Is there somebody yes. out there that you consider a worthy competitor? Yes, there is. Ed, Edward Norton. For real. Really? is incredible. I played him once, and he beat me 21-16. And granted, I was in, I was so not sober. The amount of substances running through my blood uh, and system in general was not was not advisable for a competitive match. But okay. um, he beats me 21-16, and 
I go up to him and I shake his hand. I say, good game. And he goes, don't feel bad. I trained under a Chinese master when I lived in China. <laughs> Such an Edward Norton oh, thing yeah, to say, yeah, right? Of course. Oh. Have you played uh, Kimmel? I have not played Kimmel. Clayton Kershaw? Clayton Kershaw, also very good. I know. He has that big charity ping pong yeah. thing every year. And I try oh, to get invited. And I think he's afraid of having me there. Oh, could be. Could yeah. Be, yeah. I, you got to I did beat Matthew Broderick. Up, I know. Oh, I be, oh, wow. beat Matthew Broderick two games. Um, Chelsea Handler, I've, I've beaten handily mm-hmm. many times. Mm-hmm. I mean, so much so that I was on tour opening for her a few years back, and uh, late night we were drunk, and she says to me, you suck at ping pong. And I said, excuse me, you've almost never beaten me. She's like, let's gamble. I said, that's fine. She goes, $1,000. And I don't have Chelsea Handler money. Mm-hmm. And I said, you're on. Because I'm prideful and stupid. Right. I'm, a, sure. I'm an obstinate man. Sure. I beat her. She goes double or nothing. I beat her again. Oh, mm. my gosh. She owes me $2,000. Double or nothing, she says. I beat her again. It's and four. that's when you got kicked off the tour. You've <laughs> never been able to get her on the phone since. <laughs> exactly. Ben I, Glebe is here. Hey, Ben. Um, I ended up winning $12,000. No the end way. Of oh, yes. That's a Whoa. fact. That's a fact. Oh, we have a uh, we have a very busy show going on here today. We're going to need your help mm-hmm. with something in a second. But I want to talk too. about, just briefly before the break, you have an amazing event going on. One of the best comedy lineups in Southern California all year long, and it's for good cause. Tell us about the comedy night tonight. That is a fact. At the Hollywood Improv at 8 p.m., there's a show for YPI, this amazing charity that helps fight intergenerational poverty for L.A. youth. It just helps L.A. youth and their families make sure they, from birth all the way through college and career, have, have a great life and they have supportive services. Services around it. I booked Jim Jeffries of the Jim Jeffries Show on Comedy that, Central. That's yes. all you need. That's yeah. all Say you no need. more. That would be enough. We also got Eliza Schlesinger. No N- way. Nikki Glaser. Mm. That's insane. We've also got Eric Griffin, the star of Workaholics, and I'm dying up here. Very funny. We've got Jonathan Kite, who played Oleg the Chef on Two Broke Girls. Wow. We've got Tony Rock, not only Chris Rock's brother, but star of Living Biblically on CBS. Amazing lineup. You can get tickets if you go to ypi.org slash comedy night. There are some left. You can get tickets. They are $40, and it is the best $40 you will spend. Yeah. But um, I might have a promo code for you if you want it. Oh, Oh, sure. If you want half-price tickets, it's a very stupid long promo code. D-PROM, D-P-R-O-M, L-A Youth. D-PROM, L-A Youth, one word. You get $20 tickets for tonight's show. That's, That's incredible. like almost half off. It's exactly half off. Oh, really. right. It's 100% Improv. half. Dot com to buy your tickets, 50. or what's the what's the the YP address you get? Improv.com or YPI.org slash comedy night. Okay, and that's a great lineup with you, Nikki Glaser, Liza Susker, Eric Griffin, uh, Ben Glebe, we mentioned Jim Jeffries, and more, and that is tonight. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Uh. Hey, uh, let me tell you what we're doing right now. We're giving away tickets for the Kevin and Bean uh, Singles Party. Hit it, Steve. I want to see some naked week from Friday, we'll be in Las Vegas. The party is at The Scene, which is the rooftop pool at Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino, which is newly renovated and beautiful, by the way. We're talking about two-night hotel stay there in Las Vegas and round-trip transportation on the Kevin Bean Party Bus. Ben, you are on all the dating apps, you've said. I'm on all the apps. I'm an expert if remaining single forever makes you an expert in dating. <laughs> and we're taking calls from ladies only, please, 21 and up right now at 1-800-520-1067. If you'd like to be part of this party, we want to hear about your dating profiled. Let's start with you, Ben. What uh, how, how, Was it difficult for you? Was it anguish picking the right photo, for instance, to put up? It is. I much prefer when you have apps that let you do like 6, 7, 15, 20 photos. Mm-hmm. That, makes, that really makes it easier. Choosing your main one, the first thing they see, it's challenging. I have That's girls tough. workshop it with me oftentimes. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, Good. And uh, I have found the secret is distance. Get the picture taken from smart. as far away as possible. Yeah, Very smart. That's also, the I've learned that maybe asking girlfriends of yours is not the best move because they've never found you sexually attractive. <laughs> so they don't know anything about your looks or what parts of you might be in some point in the future attractive to a woman. Now, do you um, do you play up or play down your celebrity status on a dating app? I play it down. You do. Um, I play it down. I maybe there'll be a picture of me on a stand-up stage. I have mm-hmm. nothing from the set of any TV shows that I've done. You don't say big star Ben Glebe or anything I, like that. No, I just let them know that from my essence. Okay, good. <laughs> well, it's it's hard to miss when you when Thank they meet you. you. Thank you. All for right. Saying that. So we're going to talk to ladies only. One eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. Let's start with Danielle. She's up first. Line one. She's in Anaheim, and we'll get kind of a sense of what Danielle's all about as she describes her dating profile. Danielle, thank you for calling and holding on. How are you doing this morning? Hey, okay. There we All are. right. Tell us about your dating profile. What's it look like? What's the picture people see when they swipe on you? It's, a, of course, a picture with a Snapchat filter. And it, of course, makes your eyes all glisten and your skin all glisten. And, um, Why are you hiding your pretty face? Isn't that what the Snapchat filter is all about, is to, just to, is to distract people from what you really look like? Well, you want to um, make their best impression. You know, and you're flawless. Why not and just do a Santa Monica Pier cartoon of yourself at that point? <laughs> yes, so the absolutely. Best, the best impression of you is to make sure the guys don't know what you look like. Right, because there'll be a surprise when they get to meet me. That's okay. what guys want. That's, That's what, what guys want. want. All real, right, thank you, Danielle. Hold a on. A real shot in the dark. <laughs> I see what you're going for. Thank you. Line four, Bellflower. This is the lovely 26-year-old Violetta. Oh, I love that name so much. Violetta, good morning. Good morning. All right. What do we see when Ben uh, gets off the phone here and immediately starts looking for you online? What's he going to see when he comes <laughs> across your profile? Uh, he's going to see a black and white photo I have of myself. Now, black and white. Why is such an artistic choice? Or are you in black and white in person? No. <laughs> All right. Why are you, you half that? black, half white? Oh, good point, Ben. <laughs> I, I just felt like it really uh, brought out my features. Okay. All right. And, and how do you describe yourself on the site? What's the tagline when they see you? Oh, my God. Um, my tagline uh, just says hello with a smile, and I have a few uh, likes and dislikes on there. Ooh. All right. And what are your primary likes and dislikes? 
my likes are uh, dogs, sunflowers, reading for fun, uh, being active, and food. And your dislikes? My dislikes are bad grammar and people who don't signal when switching lanes. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I feel that. I'd like now, to date Violetta. Violetta sounds very attractive. By the way, uh, I don't know how this hits you guys. Reading for fun, big turn on for me. Yeah, I enjoyed hearing that. Even though I don't do it, I like somebody who might be smarter than me. Right. She right. knows words and stuff. Yeah, because yeah, she, she can explain the news to you and stuff, right? Yes, yeah. exactly. It's nice to be have, a, have some kind of a filter living in your bed. That's exciting. All right. Someone very good. As a buffer. But again, obscuring her main image with some kind of a non-reality vibe, black and white. I know a lot of people that automatically, when they see a Snapchat filter picture, swipe left and say no to those people. It's too much of a of a shot in the dark, and no, I understand. We all know how well that you know shot in the dark worked for Oscar Pistorius. Not great. Oh, that's a fantastic that's reference. Sad. Thank you. All right, let's try. Um, let's try mm-hmm. Cassie mm-hmm. up next, please. Sherman Oaks. Cassie is twenty six. She's on line five, talking about the Kevin Bean singles party, talking to women only to join us in Las Vegas. Cassie, we don't have a lot of time, but we want to hear about your profile. What's the picture first of all? Well, I'm playing with some bubbles at a music festival because bubbles are awesome, right? I agree. I'm yeah. slightly turned on now. I'm a little bit turned on. <laughs> I mean, bubbles are... You are seven years old? <laughs> you don't know the sexiness of bubbles, B. Okay, all right. Oh, all you, right. Don't, you don't understand this photo. I mean, I'm at a music festival in the summertime, so, you know, I got a, I got a cute little outfit on, too. Can oh, you describe yeah. it? Can you describe it? Ben, uh, I want to see both your hands black, right now. Black crop top. <laughs> Oh, black crop tuck. Very nice. All right. And what do you write? What are the words on your dating profile, Cassie? Um, I talk about how I'm into live music, uh, adventuring, going outdoors. I'm a very um, outgoing person, and I think that's important for people to know. <laughs> okay. All right. You sound like a keeper. Thank you very much. Hold on. All right. Now we have a very difficult decision to make. Uh, we talked to Violetta with the black and white and the dogs and the sunflowers, and we talked to Cassie just now. With uh, with the bubbles and of course Danielle with the Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Who do you like, Ben? Okay, this is easy. Somebody you'd want to date, maybe long term potential would be Violetta with the black and white. Likes to read for fun. That's not who you want at a singles pool party in Las Vegas. <laughs> okay, I mean that's just a hundred percent fact. <laughs> you definitely don't want her there. Let her stay home and read a Harry Potter book all weekend. So there's there's Miss Wright and there's Miss Wright now is what it sounds like you're saying. One hundred percent. And the the hard part about that is every new moment is right now again, and mm-hmm. it's been forty years of this. And I don't okay. mind. What if I were to say to you, because I'm not a dick, I'm going to give both of them tickets to the singles party? Listen, I would say that's very benevolent of you. I think that's really nice. I think definitely the first one with the Snapchat filter shouldn't get it, and I think we all agree. So the last two, I think it's a great move, but definitely the adventurer with the bubbles and the crop top, my goodness. Okay, sounds like Ben's coming to Las Vegas with us, by the way. I love that plan, because I said it a minute ago, I said, I'm available a week from Friday, and there was dead silence in the studio. So if you want me there, I'm free, and I will be there. All right, so Violetta and Cassie, you are both going to be joining us. We'll have more tickets tomorrow. Hey, don't hit the button yet, Chip. We'll have more tickets tomorrow for the Kevin Bean Singles Party. You can also sign up at krock.com and get some more information as well. Ben, um, improv tonight. Tonight. Great lineup. Jim Jeffries, Nikki Glaser, Eliza Schlesinger, who, by the way, will be on the Kevin Bean Show tomorrow morning. Oh, nice. Uh, Eric Griffin and more. Uh, tickets on sale right now. Uh, give the half price code one more time if people want to go to improv.com. It is D-P-R-O-M, D-P-R-O-M-L-A-Youth. All one word, no spaces. You get half-price tickets, D-Prom, L-A Youth. And it's 8 o'clock tonight.
That is fantastic. Have a great time. Raise a lot of money for charity. We love you. Thanks so much for stopping by. Same here. Great to talk with you, Bean. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Look who's here at 910. Justice with Sweet James. Time for attorney Sweet James Bergener. The voice of justice. Order in this court. Oh, my God. Radio's dense beard of justice in person here on the Kevin and Bean Show? I am here. <laughs> Sweet James, how are you, my friend? I'm doing well. How are you? True or false, Petros gave you that nickname. True. I love it. I love it. Yeah, Petros is great. I'm so glad that you are here because so often we come up with questions that we wish we had an attorney around. <laughs> um, just in general, what kind of, you, you've been in practice for, for how long in Southern California? A uh, decade and a half. All right. And what kind of cases do you normally do? The majority of my stuff is personal injury cases. That's where someone's been injured. And usually that's uh, auto accidents or dog bites or slip and falls, all sorts of things. We've done police shootings, serious things to to trivial things. I wanted to ask you about that. Speaking of police shootings, this is something that's very much in the news. Probably the biggest story in Southern California for the past week has been the Trader Joe's shooting the other day. And it was revealed yesterday that that assistant manager that got killed at that Trader Joe's in Silver Lake was was shot by the police. And there's going to be a lot of second guessing because it was an act shooter situation where this guy had already you know already shot up his grandmother and he had a hostage and he ran into this store and that police officer that was firing at him was in a gun battle with him but it ended up unfortunately hitting a, an innocent bystander something like that is it going to boil down to whether the officer made the right decision and pulling that trigger it is it will it'll be a reasonable standard it'll be what was that officer facing right now what were the what would the potential consequences of his inactions what if he didn't fire what what was uh We'll look at the totality of that situation to see if it was warranted. And I would imagine you could argue persuasively both sides of that argument, right? Of course. And that's why that, <laughs> that's why a case like this, because I've been thinking a lot about this. I mean, yeah. it's easy in retrospect to look at what that officer did that killed an innocent bystander and go, okay, that didn't work out, that was a mistake. But you can certainly understand where his mind was as he was in a shootout with a person who was running into a place with a lot of other people. Absolutely. And, and hindsight is it gives us a cool-down effect where we can really analyze it. But in that moment, it's a lot different. It's a completely different situation for the for the officer. We had a call earlier this morning. We were talking about neighbor disputes. Do you run into those very often? Rarely. But I, I was listening to the show, yeah. Oh, you heard that. Some fun, some fun ones. People often threaten to sue. Yeah. A lot of people think it's easy to sue. <laughs> is it? Is it most of the time? Is it not worth the time and the money to sue somebody? That's it, exactly. First day of law school, it's, they tell you anybody can sue anyone for anything, anytime. Winning is a different matter. And that's, uh, you can file a lawsuit, it costs you $453.85, and then you go to court. And are the damages going to be worth it? Is it going to be, is it going to economically be viable? And it's oftentimes, as you know, empty threats. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, our president has threatened to sue a hundred people in the last two years. <laughs> Hasn't sued any of them. But you also have to bear in mind who it is you are going up against because Correct. they may have unlimited money and resources. And aren't there a million stalling techniques that will just continue to drain you dry before you ever get in front of a judge? Absolutely. Yep, you're correct. One of those callers this morning in the uh, neighbor dispute involved somebody coming onto their property and cutting down their trees while they were out of town. That now, is, that, cl- that clearly terrible. is against the law, right? Terrible, yes. What about the people, and I have heard of disputes with people, who trim trees, like the trees on your property, but it it comes over the property yeah. line into my yard, and either it's dropping a bunch of stuff into my grass or it's giving me too much shade or something like that. Can I cut the tree on my side of the fence? Yeah, your property rights extend vertically from your from your property line. Even if it's their tree? If it's their tree. 
It's on your property. Okay. What's the dumbest lawsuit somebody has come to you and wanted you to help him with? Oh, no, I haven't heard of a dumb lawsuit in a long time. Um, You're not paying attention. <laughs> Come on, there must have been some... I spilled hot coffee on me in the McDonald's drive through Sweet James. Come on. I did get a call. I, I did get a call at 2 in the morning. And uh, it was a woman wanted to sue her... Um, who, the people she bought her home from because she was uh, explaining all the stuff that was happening in her house. And I woke up in the middle of the night to take this call. And I'm like, okay, this is a serious call. I'm listening to her and basically describing to me poltergeist. She was like seeing stuff and ghosts around the house. And she went, I'm like, okay, get it on video, sell it to, you know, somebody. That's where you're going to make your money. You know? Right. Leave me out of it. <laughs> yeah, basically. All right. One more for Sweet James. Uh, SweetJames.com, by the way. James Bergener in city with us here on The Kevin Bean Show. And this is another story that has been big, big, big in the news lately. And that is James Gunn, the director of the Guardians of the Galaxy franchise, was fired by Disney on Friday because of offensive to some tweets he had put up unrelated to his work, unrelated to Disney at all. Seven to ten years ago. These were tweets that were already public knowledge that he had already apologized for before Disney ever even hired him for the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie. He's made him a billion and a half dollars with the first two movies, yet the heat has been turned up because these tweets have resurfaced. He's been fired. Does he have a case that maybe he was improperly fired because of that? Boy, the internet never forgets, does it? True. Wow. Uh, Probably not. He probably does not have a case. Uh, California is an at-will employment state, meaning you can be fired for any reason or for no reason. But they hired him yeah. knowing that this was all out there. They can just change their mind Absolutely. five years later yeah. and say, okay, you're fired. Because that, to me, seems like you're firing him for no cause. Yeah, and, that, and they they can do that. He cannot be fired due to his race, sexual orientation, religion, age, national origin, all those protected classes. But if it's outside of that, you can be terminated at will in California. That is such a surprise to me. I would have honestly thought that he might have had a case for this. He, I, I'm surprised, though, at his stature. He doesn't have an employment contract uh, where he doesn't have an agreement where there's only a four-clause agreement where he can only be fired for something egregious. Allie, did you have a work-related question you wanted to ask Sweet James, too? Uh, I was. It, I think the at-will kind of answers that, because I, I did a lot of TV before, and we all had morals clauses. Yeah. So if we do anything immoral, then yeah. you could be let go. But it sounds like you wouldn't even need that in, in your contract if it's an at-will state. Correct. Okay. But depending on the other provisions of the, of the employment contract. Mm-hmm. So as long as you're complying with everything else, you have a lot stronger argument. And what about, since marijuana is legal in California, can a boss drug test you for weed and fire you? Yeah, sure. If it, even if it's legal? Even if it's legal. If, if I hire somebody to say... You work at at, at uh, Pepsi. You can't mm-hmm. drink Coke. It's legal to drink Coca Cola, but if you drink it, you're going to be fired. The, the, the employer can can dictate terms of the of the agreement. I don't like any of your answers. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. You're, Lord. you're you're a bummer, dude. Yeah, who brought Debbie Downer? <laughs> and by the way, this morals clause this terrifies me because that yeah. is so subjective. I yeah, mean, look, mm-hmm. if I want to, uh, uh, God forbid, I want to swing oh, no. for instance. That's legal, oh. right? consenting adults but my employer could go oh I'm sorry that violates the moral code of intercom radio no swingers allowed then all of a sudden I get fired (laughs) completely unrelated to my ability to do this job or not and you're saying you're so you're fine with that no, I didn't say I was fine with that. I'm just telling you the law. Why do you hate our freedoms, <laughs> Seriously, why don't you go back to Russia where you belong? 
All right. Sweet James Burgunders here, your personal injury attorney, sweetjames.com. We're going to keep you around for one more because just as you can see, we fired a million questions. You, I bet our listeners have a million questions, too. If you've ever wanted a chance for some free legal advice, some free non-binding legal advice, by the way, uh, you can call and talk to James Burgunder right now. 1-800-520-1067. What's on your mind? What questions do you have for a real-life attorney? We'll talk to James and you when we come back right after this on K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Our friend Sweet James Burgunder in city with us here on the Kevin and Bean Show, looking so dapper with his coat and tie. We are taking uh, your calls at 1-800-520-1067 on a wide variety of legal topics. I think you're going to like some of these, James. I'm excited. And why don't we start with Simon? He's been patiently holding on. Our first caller through from Santa Monica, line one. Simon, welcome to the show. What's Good going morning. on? Morning. You're, um, you're on with Sweet James. Bean. I just have to tell you, I've been listening to you since the fourth grade. I'm 39 now, so you are awesome. <laughs> that, that makes us both very old, my friend, but yeah, thank you for that. I, re- I really appreciate it. Okay, so I was cycling on the bike path in Santa Monica okay. about two months ago, and I was announcing myself as I approached some people on these bird motorized scooters. I said, on your left, on your left, and this dumbass just turned to his left right into me, broke my arm, broke my elbow. Oh, my goodness. And then, oh, no. and then he just took off. So I was in too much pain to get any information. I was just trying not to pass out. Wow. And I don't, you know, I asked a friend who's an attorney. He said, you just have to file a hit and run with your own insurance. But is that my only option? Well, without a defendant, you don't have a source of recovery. Right. And there's so no way there's no way even to track down who was on your scooter because there could have been a hundred scooters in that area that day, right? Right. I wonder if um, if 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 they actually keep track of like a GPS way. I wonder if right. They can so go they are, you know, it. they have the GPS things on them, and oh. I have GPS on my site on my bike. And I told I, I contacted Bird right away and said I got an accident with someone on your bike. I can tell you the exact time, the exact location, and I need to know if one of your birds got in an accident. Are you able to tell me that? And then my friend said, don't do it anymore. Let the attorneys handle it from here. Yeah, so, yeah. It, so it sounds know, like... That is did... probably my only option, huh? Well, the homeowners will be probably... The, going through your own insurance will be the quickest way, but you can certainly file a suit against uh, uh, the bird and subpoena those records. Yeah, I have heard that... The, by the way, um, thank you, Simon. We appreciate the call and appreciate you listening very much. I have heard that lots of people have contacted Bird about things, and Bird is playing it very close to the vest. Yeah. They do not want to release that kind of information. Yeah, you'll need a subpoena to get that from them. And uh, Beverly Hills, by the way, just banned them for six months. They're having a waiting period so that they can uh, discuss further whether they want to allow them in Beverly Hills. Like anyone in Beverly Hills doesn't have a car, by the way. <laughs> um, let's go to Rich, line three, please. Tustin, up next on the Kevin Bean Show. Rich, thanks for listening. You're on with Sweet James Burgunder. What's up, party people? You tell us. <laughs> um, so I own a restaurant, and we get lots of reviews. They're either right. one-star or five-star Yelp reviews. Like, we're the best thing in the world, or we're the worst thing in the world. <laughs> um, one of our, or a few of our reviews are, are pretty brutal, going so far as to say I'll spit in someone's food, which wow. is obviously ridiculous. But uh, is there any any uh, legal action for libel or defamation of character, anything like that? Unless it's patently false and affects your business, you really don't have much of uh, a case here. The courts want to encourage freedom of expression, and you can go online and, and be a jerk. There's no law about being a jerk. However, once you start lying and actively defaming somebody, then you might have a cause of action. All right, how about the, he spits in my food? If the yeah. caller is saying he never spit in anybody's food, yeah. that's did, the did, did, did he actually say that in his Yelp review? He said I, I, could, I would spit in their food uh. if 
uh, I found out about the review, which is crazy because we have an open concept where you can see everything. Oh, I see. So he was suggesting, okay, he wasn't gotcha. saying that you actually yeah. did. Yeah, it sounds like, James, you're saying that it would need to be more specifically provable false. Exactly. exactly. Okay. Why are you getting so many one-star reviews, dude? That's what I'd be worried Come about on, instead. Yeah. I only have five, but I want to keep my ratings up. We have, we have like 80 reviews, and only five of them are bad. Have, right. you, have you reached out to this individual? Have you responded? Oh, yeah. They're, he's, he's ridiculous. And he's gone so far as to actually set up another account and keep proving claims against me. I, I just gave up with him. This is weird. Yeah. Rich has an ex-girlfriend problem. That's what's <laughs> happening here. Thank you for the call, sir. Appreciate that. Let's say hi to Woodland Hills Line 5. This is going to be Bridget. She's got a thorny issue for Sweet James. Bridget, welcome to the Kevin Bean Show. What's happening? Hi. Um, I was wondering if an a co-worker threatens you with violence. Does the employer have an obligation to fire that person? Wow. Would you, where are you working, Bridget? Jeez. A law firm. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is a tricky one because, God forbid, violence happens. Right. Then the employer really... He's is, been on notice that there he's is He's been on issue. notice. Absolutely. Exactly. So the I employer- mean, the... These days, especially, God forbid, with school shootings yeah. and everything else and workplace shootings, I think all employers need to take threats of violence seriously, right? Absolutely. Jake? And the, your employer has an obligation now to investigate this and to ascertain if there is any potential uh, uh, problem for violence. So her question was, is the employer obligated to fire the person N- making no, the claim? not obligated to fire, but obligated to inquire and investigate. And take your your complaint seriously. Absolutely. All right. Thank you very yeah. much. All right. We only have time for one more. Uh, let's make it Diego. He's in West Covina. He's on line four. Final question for Sweet James Burger. Hey, what's going on, guys? Long-time caller, first-time listener. Um, so, <laughs> uh, okay. So, you know, a long time ago, you know, my parents bought a house and, you know, all that good stuff. I had a family member give them money saying, hey, here's some money. Use it for a down payment to help you get started on your on your home. Okay. What were the terms of this? Um, I'm assuming it was just a gift. This was, um, you know, I was maybe three or four. I don't remember. Okay. So fast forward to present day, um, I don't want to get too much details, but they had a falling out. This family member saying, hey, I want this money back, or I'm going to put a lien on your guys' house. Oh, how about that? Wow. Are are there grounds for that? Um, Well, like I said earlier, anybody can sue anyone for anything, anytime, and uh, proving it's going to be... the issue here. What were the? T- it's going to determine what were the terms when that money was given. Was that actually meant as a gift, or was it meant to be to Alone. be paid back? Exactly. That's what it's going to come um, down to. As far as I know, it was just a gift. Yeah. I think you're out of luck if you're a family member and you give another family member yeah. money and there's no contract. I mean, look, and, I'm no lawyer here. Yeah. I don't want to step on your toes here, James, but I don't know how you prove that you're owed that money all those years later. I don't think so. Exactly. It's going to be very difficult for them to prove that. And it's been, this happened when we were three or four, so it's been a while. Yeah. So uh, yeah. you think yeah. you think I could be a lawyer, James? I Absolutely. feel like I'd be pretty good at it. Yeah. Let's start our own firm. We can do this. <laughs> All right. Diego, thank you for calling, sir. We appreciate it. On Twitter at Sweet James, the website is sweetjames.com. You can call him anytime, 800 881 2021 And as he revealed in the first segment, by the way, even in the middle of the night, apparently we can call James. Yeah, Get him out of bed. That? Do you want that out there? Because I'm, I'm seeing tweets late as you're like, ooh, listen to his voice. I'm just I'm nervous for the phone calls you're going to get. Wouldn't mind hearing James on my phone at midnight. He is your personal injury attorney, radio's dead spirit of justice. James, great to see you again, my friend. Thanks for coming in. You too. Thank you. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock.
All right, Allie, one last look at what's happening. Lamar Odom, he's been out of the news for a little bit, but you might have heard uh, some bad things went down at a Hooters in Queens, New York. What's going on with Lamar? Well, he is safe after gunshots were fired while the former NBA star was dining at Hooters. His entourage was apparently involved in a verbal dispute at a Hooters restaurant in Queens, New York in the early morning of July 19th. As he was eating at one of the outdoor tables, shots were fired by members of another group before that group fled the scene. In a statement shared on his Instagram yesterday, he said, I want to let my fans know that I'm okay. Thanks for your messages. I will try to respond to as many fans as I can, just to share the truth here with y'all. I was near the scene when it just happened and not involved in any way. Thanks, Lamar Odom. I wasn't aware that Hooters was a hotbed of gang violence. I think anywhere can is. be a hotbed of gang violence. Anywhere can be at any point. Yeah, but okay. I mean, I guess you, this story proves your point. I just, yeah. I guess, I was surprised by it. And I mean, this we, wasn't a this wasn't a nightclub at two thirty a.m. You know no, what I mean? It's but a Hooters it, it restaurant was the early morning of July nineteenth, and we don't know if it was gangs. Might have just been somebody mad about something. Shots fired. All right. You know. Okay. Why's it got to right. be gangs? I just uh, I make a lot of assumptions. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe someone just ticked off about their wings. Could we be. don't know. We are not sure. Waitresses sometimes they just don't get the right tip. I'm suggesting that maybe that's they were the ones shooting up the place because they're mad. You good with that? Back to you. you Want to stick with that one? <laughs> no, I don't. All right. Well, one thing is for sure: April the giraffe, sixteen-year-old April, resident of Animal Adventure Park, is indeed pregnant again. Bong bong. Bong bong. Indeed, she's expecting baby number five. And, of course, April lit up the interwebs last year. People like Bean, people like Christine and Dave watching that live stream of April. I love April. I we love all her. thought she was faking it. And by we all, just me. Well, I mean, because she had a due date and then it went like two months past right. the due date. And how long can you lie about that? Right. Well, apparently the average gestation period for a giraffe is 15 months. But according to the gentleman that was doing the interview on the Today Show, he said... April likes to go 16, 17, 18, 19 months. She is in no rush to have these these little giraffes. Father in the picture? Father is in the picture. Thank you for asking. It is Oliver the giraffe, the same father as her last little giraffe. Oh, they're Tajiri. so happy together. Are they? Or is he the only one around? She's a bitch. I don't think we're saying that. I'm just saying five kids, 16, slow down. What is, yeah, five kids at 16 is rushing it a little bit. Hey, um, are, where are giraffes on the endangered species list? They're not, right? There are plenty of giraffes is my understanding. Why are oh, we yeah. letting April have so many, I guess, is my question. Is it is it time to talk about birth control? Is it time to sit that 16-year-old down and have a talk? Wow. I am. Um, I don't know the answer to that, Bean. What's their baby's name? Well, we don't know. Don't they no, usually? No, the, the last one. The one. Oh, Tajiri. Tajiri. Mm-hmm. That's a giraffe's name. Thank you, Brian Fellows. <laughs> if people don't know the magic of Brian Fellows, the best was, first of all, he's a zookeeper, and it was played uh, by um, Tracy, Tracy Morgan. Uh, Morgan, right? And he would have people come on his show, and he would just constantly yell at the camera, I'm Brian Fellows. But the best is when someone was on, and he just looked at him dead serious, and he's like, 
why does your goat hate Jewish people? <laughs> and I laughed so hard at that because it made no sense. There was no reason for it. Well, look. Oh, Brian look, Fellows. That's Tracy Morgan in real life, too, by the way. There's a lot of Brian Fellows at Tracy Morgan. I Come do on, not Bill. doubt it. I do and not doubt it. And I'm very excited about the April news. So when do I need to start tuning in to the, uh, to the live stream? Next spring is when the live stream will begin. But then okay. you could be watching it for three, four months. Worth it. Oh, because when she has the baby, it just drops out of her hoo-ha six feet to the ground. The first second of this baby's life is hitting the ground from well, a fall. Well, you got to watch it live because nobody will be showing it after that. There's no technology nope. that has been invented yet to record yeah. things and play them back later, Allie. Yeah, you're right. You should be Maybe spending, I don't live in the future like you. Spending day and night just watching that feed. <laughs> Thank to, you. And I quote, watch a giraffe flop out of her hoo-ha. Exactly. So it sounds like you're on board too. We can take. We can there. See, there oh, it is. No, there's the jury now. <laughs> we can. Uh, we can take shifts. We can set up a schedule no. where I where yeah. I do I do four hours, then you do twenty two mm-hmm. hours, then I do four, and then you do twenty two. Or we that's twenty six. <laughs> I'm bad at math, and even yeah. I was like, that seems wrong. <laughs> that's not good enough. I don't like it. Have you heard about this teen mom, Janelle Evans? Uh, no. What's going on with her? She's a mess. So she pulled a gun during a road rage incident while her eight-year-old son next sat next to her in the car. Dashcam footage captured her driving with her eldest son. A white pickup truck cut her off, angering the mom of three. By the way, teen mom, three kids. Mm-hmm. As a result, she followed the man to his home. And her little son said, if he tries to get out and hurt you, I can get out this Nerf gun and whip him. All right. The situation escalated as she hit his mailbox trying to leave, prompting the man to then block her car in. At that point, by the way, MTV cameras rolling on all this. MTV cameras didn't show Evans pulling her gun. Just a black screen informing viewers what she had just done. Jesus. Cops eventually caught up to Evans and she was pulled over. No arrests were made due to conflicting stories. It's on video. She pulled a gun. Gangs, right? Gangs. That's what I'm saying. Teen mom gangs. Wow. Why did Dr. Drew have to get her pregnant? I don't know. Three I don't times. know. I don't know. And they make a lot of bad decisions in addition to getting with Dr. Drew because this show proves it. You saw that uh, uh, Sarah, Palin, uh, Sarah Palin's uh, daughter is, is joining that show now, right? She's going to be on that show now. She's like in her mid-20s. Bristol, Bristol, yeah. She's going to be part of that show now. Oh, for the love of God. Yeah, it just gets better and better. It really does. Bong, bong. Bong, bong, indeed. Happy birthday to WWE wrestler Finn Balor, actress Alania Douglas, and Matt LeBlanc from Friends and Episodes. Did you ever watch Episodes? I liked it. Funny show. I liked it. Really good. Yeah. And from Sonic Youth, Thurston Moore, happy birthday, and that's what's happening. Thank you, Allie, and thanks again to everybody for all of the uh, Christmas music requests today. I hope it helped a little bit. Another quick reminder, make sure there's no old people, young people, middle-aged people, or pets in any kind of heat peril today. Please check on the people in your life and make sure everybody's got water, everybody's got shade, everybody's got air conditioning that can have air conditioning. It literally is a, a death situation out there right now. Lots of people have been dying as a result of the heat. I think half a dozen or something just in Southern California in the last two weeks as a result of the heat. So please 
please, please, please be careful out there. I'm just saying. I don't want anybody else to die. Hey, on your drive home today, listen to the commercial-free 5 p.m. hour with our good friend Stryker. It's a random act of helpfulness from your SoCal helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow on the program, hopefully the return of the monkey. He'll be feeling better and be back with us. Comedian Eliza is going to be joining us. She's got a new Netflix special. Also, Dr. Jupinski with his weekly visit on the program. Kevin and Bean built this pool. Singles party passes and more tickets for the K-Rock screening of Christopher Robin. All that tomorrow right here on K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.